Jennifer Schweiger went missing on July 9, 1987. Her community quickly mobilized to find her. Unfortunately, her body was found 35 days later, partially buried on the grounds of the defunct Willowbrook State School in Staten Island. A witness saw her walking with Andre Rand, a local man with a history of kidnapping children. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's going well. Well, glad to hear it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's our Tuesday case and we're all ready. I feel like just wading deeply into the uh, the fray. We uh, we had a mass shooting event here in Idaho today. So that's uh, it, in the town my kids live in. So that's worrisome and upsetting, you know, but, uh, yeah. but we've managed to steer clear in our state mostly from uh, like major gun violence and not after today. No, not after it's today. Really no, concerning. that was really shocking. Um, yeah, and for it to be where two of your kids live is not not a good feeling at all. Yeah, I knew they were both at work when I heard about it, so I'm like, I know you're safe because you're at work, but holy shit! Yeah, yeah still it's very scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're living in a crazy world, and we have a crazy mm-hmm. case for you today. Mm-hmm. However, first, as you know. We need to have a word from our sponsor. Yes. Support for True Crime Paranormal is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Ladies, listen up. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, I have composed a poem. Okay. There once was a man from Nantucket. Oh! Just kidding. (laughs) Shaving your balls can be dicey. Quality razors are pricey. The answer is simple. It's like popping a pimple. Type in the code and get the lawnmower 4.0e. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Well, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TrueCrimeParanormal at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code True Crime Paranormal. Experience premium grooming with Manscaped. Thanks. Limericks are hard. Uh, don't quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> well, really don't, I because this is kind of it. Yeah. Yes, it, it is. <laughs> and 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 speaking of day jobs, we have a story for you. We have quite a story for you. I'm going to mm-hmm. start this story by talking about the Willowbrook State School. And this is on Staten Island in New York City. Mm -hmm. And this school functioned from 1947 to 1987. And in the time frame that we are concerned about, it was a school for people with developmental disabilities, particularly children. Mm -hmm. This is back in the day when people were told if their child was born with a profound disability, that they should put them in an institution and forget they were born. Yep. It is a horrifying 
thought. But that it was is even very... still going on in the 70s. Yes, it was. Most definitely. We had a baby brother that was yeah. born profoundly disabled. He had a really serious uh, birth injury yeah. and he died at four months. But before then, uh, multiple people had told our parents that they really just needed to institutionalize him, that that would be better for everyone, which is something our mother would have never in a million years done. No. But, and uh, better for everyone? Yeah. What? Yep. She was told that several times. It was just I, I think she was still pissed about that to her dying day, honestly. She she was. And, and me as well, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's part of what spurred me on to become a social worker was yeah. that idea, you know? Yeah. So you may remember the name of this school because it um, did gain some pretty national infamy. Geraldo Rivera did yeah. an expose on this school and there were there were actually several people that got involved trying to get the government to see what horrible living conditions there were for the residents at the willowbrook state school and it is horrifying if you look it up you can watch you can see video and photos and things it was very very bad they were intentionally injecting children with hepatitis yes to do studies on them Yes, giving them hepatitis A, because they were all getting hepatitis A once they entered the school, if that Mm -hmm. tells you anything about the living conditions, which were horrendous. Yep. So So they decided to just give them hep A so that they could study them. Uh, That alone has been called the worst medical abuse of children to date in this country. Yes. Horrible. Absolutely unreal. So in the 80s, the school started shutting down, and by 1987, it was completely closed. Mm-hmm. But but it, the, the number of people in it got smaller and smaller and smaller. Lots of people who were living there were farmed out to group homes, and we're not even going to get into all of that. I just want you to understand this place, okay? Well, yeah. Uh, Kennedy called it a snake pit when he yes. toured it. And, you know, that kills me because he was the president of the United States. Uh, Oh, no, Senator. Sorry, Senator Robert F. Kennedy called it a snake pit. But still, why could he have not done more? He made a bunch of recommendations about things that he wanted to see fixed and changed. But then it seemed like the follow through just wasn't there. They just didn't do it. They just didn't do it. So this place has been known as a pretty horrendous place for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So... In the 80s, as parts of it were shutting down and some people were being released from there and they didn't need as many employees and things like that, some homeless people kind of started living around in the area, on the grounds, in the parts of the buildings that weren't being used, in the tunnel system underneath, which, holy shit, why is there always a tunnel system? Why? Why? So that brings us to the murder of Jennifer Schweiger. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer Schweiger was 12 years old and she went missing on July 9th, 1987. Jennifer was a, a young lady with Down syndrome. And her community, like, they came together like no other to find her. Oh, she didn't live there. 
She did not live there, no. Okay. She just lived in the neighborhood with her family. They searched for her for 35 days and eventually oh. her body was found partially buried on the grounds of the Willowbrook State School. So that seemed odd. Yeah. And unsettling. Mm-hmm. There was a witness who saw Jennifer walking with a man named Andre Rand. So Andre Rand had been a janitor, um, a custodian, an orderly, and also a physical therapist, which I think must mean just some kind of an aide or assistant um, at the Willowbrook State School. Oh, He worked there for a couple of years. And then seemed to be living in, he seemed to be camping out and living on the grounds as the school was shutting down. So, of course, the community goes crazy. Here's this guy. He's a pretty odd dude. He was seen supposedly walking with Jennifer. Her body was actually buried only about 150 yards from his camp. There on the Willowbrook State School uh, um, grounds. Grounds. So in 1988, Andre is charged with the kidnapping and first-degree murder of Jennifer Schweiger. Um, The problem being that they have absolutely no evidence against Andre at all, except that someone said he saw him, um, him walking with Jennifer Schweiger and people thought he was weird and creepy. I mean, that literally is it. Mm-hmm. That's all they've got. So the ver- the jury comes back and they can't reach a verdict on the murder charge because there's no physical evidence at all. But they do convict him of first degree kidnapping. So he is sentenced to 25 years to life in prison mm-hmm. and s- starts serving his time. Well, in the 80s, in the late 70s, early 80s, there was this urban legend, we'll call it, of someone called Cropsy. And why it's why they're called Cropsy, I don't know. I can't find where that came from. But it it was this supposed person who was involved in Satanism and stole children for sacrifices and you know, that kind of urban legend, yeah. scary stuff that you, you know, we all grew up with stories like that, right? Mm-hmm. So some people are starting to question if maybe Rand is Cropsy. Maybe this was really going on, and I'll tell you why. Because although Jennifer Schweiger was killed in 1987, these disappearances in the area started in 1972. Oh, So in 2004, I'll get to that in a second. In 2004, Andre Rand is brought to trial again, and he's charged now with the kidnapping of Holly Ann Hughes. And Holly Ann went missing in 1981. She was seven. She went to the store to buy a bar of soap, which seems like a weird thing to send your seven-year-old to do, but I guess it was 1981. Um, she, 
At the time, there were no witnesses. There was nothing. So then around 2004, this witness comes forward and she says she was Holly Ann's friend and that she was with her and that she saw Andre Rand pull her into his Volkswagen and drive off with her. Hmm. Um, so at the time, of course, she's missing. Um, there were eyewitnesses that said they saw Holly Ann with Andre Rand. The problem is that these are a lot of people um, with substance abuse issues and there's real question yeah. about how much they would remember 23 years later. Sure. So it's not really known for sure. Like, again, there's no physical evidence against Andre Rand at all. It's that some people, some eyewitnesses are saying they saw him with her and he's a weird, creepy guy. Mm-hmm. So we're back to this. He's the weird, he's the weird, creepy guy in the area. He must have done it. Mm-hmm. So he is convicted again of kidnapping Holly Ann Hughes. Now, Holly Ann's body has never been found. And so there's no, they didn't charge her, him with murder because they don't actually have any proof of murder. Mm-hmm. They've now, he's now been sentenced to another 25 years to life in prison. To, that's to be conserved um, consecutively. So that's after the current sentence that he's serving. So he won't become eligible for parole until 2037, which okay. is when he would be 93. Okay. So he, he is believed to be a serial killer. Sure. But he's not convicted to be a serial killer, and there's no physical evidence at all. He definitely has done some strange things. Mm-hmm. There was an incident a few years before any of this other stuff happened, he picked up a group of 11 children from the YMCA, and this is also on Staten Island, in a school bus. He took them for a meal, didn't tell their parents where they were going. He then took them to the Newark Liberty International Airport in New Jersey. What? He just sort of drove them around and then he returned them. He served 10 months in jail for that, for unlawful imprisonment. Mm -hmm. In um, the uh, documentary Cropsy, they interview one of the kids who experienced this. And he said that he didn't realize he was being kidnapped. Neither did any of the other kids with them. He said no one was scared. No one acted freaked out. He said they were just little kids. They had no idea. Right. But he looks back on it now and he thinks that um, Rand just sort of bit off more than he could chew in that moment mm-hmm. and that he realized partway through that he'd made a huge mistake and that this was way more than he could handle. And so he basically aborted the mission, so to speak. But yeah, this guy says he looks back on it now and he realizes that he and all the other little kids with him, they had no idea. They were kidnapped. Yeah. And they didn't even know it. Didn't know it. Yeah. Wow. So that had happened prior to all the other things. So there are definitely some things pointing to Rand and that maybe Rand is Cropsy. Maybe Rand is the, the, you know, the thing that goes bump in the night to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about the other crimes that he is suspected of. 
1972, five-year-old Alice Pereira. Uh, she vanished um, after being left alone for a short period of time by her brother. They were playing in the lobby of a building. This was also on Long Island. Mm -hmm. um, there were some people who said she may have been seen in one of the parks. Um, Andre Rand is the prime suspect in this case only due to his previous criminal record. Alice was never seen again. Her body's never been found and there's no evidence at all mm. against Andre Rand. However, because he's the weird creepy guy in the neighborhood, he did it. Yeah. Um, we know about Holly Ann. It's problematic. It is problematic. It's very, it, it is concerning to me. Um, in 1983, 11-year-old Tyhees Jackson um, was reported missing. She, her mom sent her to buy some food and she never came back. Uh, she was last seen exiting a hotel on Staten Island. This was on August 14th of 1983. This was 12 days after Rand was re released from prison the first time that the 10 months that he served for taking the kids on the bus. Uh, he was questioned in that case, but charges were never brought because, again, no physical evidence. Yeah. And the last one is in 1984, um, Hank Gaforio was reported missing. He was 20, 21, 22 at the time. Um, Gaforio was described as being slow and had an IQ in the 70s. At the time of his disappearance, um, he was supposedly last seen with Rand uh, in a local diner. Wow. His body has never been found. Now, there is something that connects all of these victims, and that is that every one of them had a disability. Yeah. And there is a man who... Except for all the kids on the school bus, right? Yeah, not all the kids on the school bus, but all the other kids, the kids that never came home. Mm hmm all had disabilities and Rand remember he worked in that school mm -hmm. he told um a, a, a pastor friend of his that he felt that it was his mission to basically eradicate the world of people with disabilities um to oh keep God. them from um marrying and having families and also because no one would ever want them because of how they looked. And so he would just end their lives. And that was kinder. It was really awful, terrible things. Mm -hmm. We don't know if any of that's true. Andre Rand has never given an interview. Wow. In all of this time. Mm -hmm. He has never spoken out publicly for himself, except to say that he is innocent and that he did not commit any of these crimes. There are all kinds of... Um, rumors about satanic cults and that Andre was just the person who brought the kids to these cults and he wasn't even the murderer and there's all this stuff there's this all this urban legend stuff yeah mixed in uh, all this kind of Staten Island urban legend stuff mixed into his mm -hmm. story but the bottom line is that several children over a short period of time and a young adult went missing um, mm -hmm. only one has ever been found and maybe Andre Rand did it, and maybe he didn't. I guess I would want to know, did that stuff stop after he was arrested? As far as I know, yes. 
but things have changed there quite significantly. Yeah. The the campus there is now part of a of a community college. Right. And you know, it's not the same place as it was at that time. But it certainly is concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to know if they ever bother to excavate those tunnels. Well, there is a group of people that have been digging that, that actually they're the ones, this group of people, someone in that group that actually found Jennifer Schweiger. And they have been looking, they have found other bodies there. Yeah. That's what and I'm thinking. They yeah. continue to look um, because these other children have never been found. They actually can continue to dig and look to this day mm-hmm. are out there looking yeah. in case. Oh, it's a crazy situation. It really yeah, it is. It's horrible. And of course, it's hard because he's guilty of some of that, but he's not guilty of all of that. And right. it gets really dangerous in a community when we have a dustbin uh, suspect that every yeah. bad thing that happens, we blame on them because that means you have other people in your community that are getting away with this. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and, I thought that people were innocent until proven guilty. And there is no mm-hmm. hard evidence against Andre Rand in any way. There is no physical evidence that he did any of these things. Right. Just eyewitness people, right? Just just witnesses who said, just witnesses. I saw and, him. And in that second trial, there were magically a lot of witnesses that hadn't been around for the first one. Mm-hmm. that suddenly saw lots of things regarding Holly Ann Hughes. And there was this big push to try Andre so before he could seek parole mm-hmm. so that he would have long a longer sentence because they wanted to make sure that he's never released. Mm-hmm. Which maybe that's the right thing for the community. I don't know. This case makes me really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, where are his legal rights, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why he's never been convicted of murder because there's never been any evidence that he actually committed a murder. Right. And, you know, being seen with a young child right before they go missing certainly is not a good thing. Yeah. Does it mean that he kidnapped those children? I don't know. Yeah. But I I agree with you that, you know, uh, chances are good that he didn't commit all of these crimes. Yeah. If there's somebody else out there, you know, getting away with something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just found this story very interesting. And the whole idea around the um, urban legend and sort of the idea that, oh, well, this is the answer. This is going to yeah. solve, you know, mm-hmm. the Cropsy, you know, sca- yeah. hysteria. It, it just doesn't track for me. Mm-hmm. So horrifying all the way around. Yeah. Um, you know, the thought of that little girl, just that little down starling. Yes. Yes. Jennifer. Yeah. You know, and just the thought of, of these kids, you know, Jennifer Schweiger's family and Holly Ann Hughes family feeling like maybe they got some justice, but they don't really know. Yeah. And these other families whose children have never been found. Yeah. No one, you know, he's never been convicted. He mm-hmm. never will be because they don't have enough no. evidence. The fact that they that were able to convict him on Holly Ann Hughes is honestly stunning. Mm-hmm. 
his, his attorneys were in the, in the uh, documentary Cropsey that I saw mm-hmm. and they were just stunned, you know, mm-hmm. that a jury would find him guilty on the tiny flimsy little evidence that they have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they just have the really needed that? a boogeyman. The jury really needed a boogeyman. Yeah. Boy. They did. And there was a lot of talk about the way that he's portrayed in the media and about, mm-hmm. you know, that he's kind of creepy looking and he would and sort he of. And he said some creepy stuff. Yeah. He did. And he done did some creepy stuff. creepy stuff. He would yeah. sort of freak out and sort of foam at the mouth and stuff. And no one was sure if that was a real like seizure or if that was on purpose to, I don't know, make himself look crazy. We don't know. And because he's never given an interview, he's never talked about any of this to anybody. Mm -hmm. Wow. Which is wild. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, because usually once people are behind bars for a certain amount of time, they'll start squealing. And he hasn't. Yeah. Now, that does not mean he's innocent. There's been some real um, oh, yeah, no. manipulative stuff where he has promised to give interviews and then refused to. And mm-hmm. there's some game playing that's definitely gone on. Mm-hmm. And he's not a good dude. No one's saying he's a good guy. I mean, no, I mean, he's clearly got some issues, but yeah. I don't know, you guys. I, I don't want to see people convicted of crimes they did not commit. No, And no. if there's a question... I don't want to see that happen. That means our legal system is broken. Yes, it does. And of course, it means that you still have bad guys on the loose that are not being investigated. That's the really hard part when law enforcement makes a, or or the community or the prosecutor make a snap judgment on who they think is guilty for something without evidence, you know, or enough evidence. All of their focus goes there and... It may not be the right place. Yeah, I think cases like this are very dangerous for communities. Mm-hmm. They are. Well, and, you know, he the way that he was portrayed in the media really just gave everybody the idea that he definitely did it. Yeah. But when you look at the cases they have against him, they are so flimsy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy he was convicted of anything. Mm-hmm. And why isn't there any physical evidence at all? You know? Yeah. What? And I mean, I don't know if they could go back now, if there would, if there's any DNA, because obviously the only case they really have to work with is Jennifer Schweiger. Right. I don't know if there was any DNA mm-hmm. or anything, you know, that was in 87. And so yeah. things have changed a lot forensically. Things wouldn't go the same way now. But I mean, he was just convicted the second time in 2004. It wasn't that long ago. Right. Wow. Wow. So I wanted to bring this case to you all in case you didn't know about it, but also just to get you thinking a little bit, you know, yeah. about and how careful you have to be. What do you think? Yeah. Are you from Staten Island? Do you know the story? But if you, you are, you're probably going to come at us, but. <laughs> probably, okay. you know, I mean, we, we can't give it. every minute detail, but these are the basics. Mm-hmm. But and opinions welcome. What, what do you guys think? Yeah. Tell us what you think, you know. Were you around for these trials? What do you think about them? What I'm reading is just, and what I've seen in the documentary that I watched, it's terrifying Mm -hmm. to think that someone could be convicted Mm -hmm. of kidnapping on such tiny 
tiny evidence. Yeah. So, would love to hear. Yeah. What y'all think. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is our Tuesday case. We will, uh, oh, we have Spirit School tonight. Yes. Yep. For those of you in Spirit School, at 7 p.m. Mountain. Mm-hmm. And then we will be back with another case for Wednesday and be back for our live stream on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain. And we'll be back for the Psychic Hour on Thursday. And that will also now be 7 p.m. Mountain because yeah. our football ant duties have ended for the year. So we're moving the show back to 7. Yeah. Yeah. So we have lots of great stuff coming up this week. So be sure you stay around. Don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, share, comment, all that good stuff. (laughs) This has been True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care.